Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the DL Link Show where we connect you to insights, information and illumination here on 101.9 Chai FM. Happy New Year. This is, yep, this is our first interaction in 2021 and, um, the numbers are rising, the fear is growing, that same dread of is this year going to be the same? And I'm just wondering how you're doing. Um, how are you feeling at the moment? How are you feeling about 2021? You know, I have to say there is a lot to be said about endings and beginnings because life, it is cyclical and that's how it works. And there is something about a year ending and then having some kind of energy, some kind of a clean slate. One is re-energized for a new year. But I'm going to invite you, I'm going to invite you to consider in 2021 and hopefully beyond that each moment is a new moment. And I know that that sounds so kind of woohoo and airy fairy and kind of out there, but I've just noticed before we start with the show and get going with our incredible, inspiring guests today, just notice that when you really are in the moment, and what does that mean? When you're here, when you're smelling and you're feeling and you're seeing and you're hearing, you're using, accessing your senses to be in this moment, there is no worry, there is no anxiety, there are no problems. And it is only when you get lost in thought and you don't even know it, just without realizing it, a, a thought enters the mind and you get lost in a past, you get lost in a future, and that's what creates the worry, the tension, the anxiety. So if you can just moment by moment just start to be awake to that, start to exercise that noticing muscle and then the bringing back muscle. We've done a, a show or two on mindfulness and really we need to build our resilience in 2021 and uh, let mindfulness be the very first step. I actually came across an incredible quote because, you know, we want to inspire, you want to bring you incredible people. And today's show is, I think it's all about possibility. You know, as I said, clean slate for 2021. What can we make of it? There are so many possibilities. And so I came across this wonderful, wonderful quote by Thomas, Thomas Merton. And he says this, you do not need to know precisely what is happening or exactly where it's all going. What you need is to recognize the possibilities and challenges offered by the present moment and to embrace them with courage, faith, and hope. And I love that, and I think we can all relate to that. The unknown, the dealing with it moment by moment, and having faith that uh, all will be okay. So, yes, the show about possibilities. This is, we have three wonderful guests for you. I'm going to be talking in a moment to Tembi Nkosi Pansi, he's uh, CEO and co-founder of Avari Cars. Then we're going to be chatting to Liesl Nell, who's a cancer warrior. And then uh, our wonderful Gabby Joseph, who's a patient liaison manager at the DL Link, who's going to be updating us and telling us what's been happening at the DL Link. So our first guest, well, a beautiful story. I love the story of people having dreams and then realizing dreams because, you know, it's not just for the few who have the ability to realize dreams. We all 
do. Um, and uh, very often it's just quietening that inner critic. So I'd like to welcome our first guest, uh, Tembing Korsi Pansi, um, as I said, CEO and co-founder of Avari Cars. Tembing Korsi, welcome and thank you so very much for joining us. Oh, ma'am, thank you so much. And uh, it's wonderful to be here. I really appreciate the opportunity uh, to be on your on your show. Uh, thank you very much. And compliments of the new season to you and the rest of the team at High FM. Oh, thank you so much. And we are so grateful that you've taken time to share your story. As I said, you know, we can listen to the news. We can feel pretty down, pretty depleted, feeling pretty hopeless. Yeah. And uh, we have to shift that. We have to change your mindset. We have to look at possibilities. You have managed to do that in your life from starting out. Uh, you know, you, you come from the Eastern Cape. You yeah. struggled a lot. You tried, mm-hmm. you wanted to study. You did for a while mechanical engineering. Financially, you couldn't afford it. So you started off cleaning, um, at a, at a, at a car dealership. Tell me, Tembi Nkosi, were you always a dreamer from a young age? <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. So I, I love the line that you've mentioned earlier, one of the quotes that you've mentioned about recognizing the possibilities and opportunities in the current moment and, of course, having faith. Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, when, when I when I grew up, you know, in a in a farm near Grimstown, you know, I, I didn't have much dreams. Um, I didn't have much hope. Uh, but I always have a belief and a faith that um, there is a better life um, compared to that current life at that particular moment. Um, and yeah, I, I, at the time I, I had a dream of uh, uh, becoming a traffic officer, funny enough, <laughs> uh, with the way they look, um, with the way they dress, um, to the vehicles they're driving, to the law enforcement they bring. Uh, it talks to me and, and the kind of person I want to be to try and keep law and order in place. So that, that was my dream when I, when, when I grew up in, in a farm. Uh, and of course, things change as, as one move on to la- in, in life and realizing that there are other opportunities that one have to explore. Uh, and secondly, one have to follow a passion uh, and a dream uh, backed by a vision uh, to be something in life. Uh, as as opposed to how one grew up, so I, I kept that um, vision uh, within me, not knowing, of course, where I will land in the future. But to say I need a better life, that that was my vision uh, at, at the time when I grew up in the farm. Hmm. So you 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 had this dream of being a, a a policeman or a traffic officer. You thought about the cars, and then you thought, okay, well, let me try mechanical engineering. How yeah. long did you study for before you had to drop out because of financial issues? Yeah, I studied for eighteen months. Wow! Uh, and then I have to drop out, and um, because at the time when I went to study mechanical engineer, engineering in Port Elizabeth. Uh, my my parents were still farm laborers, and um, and at the time I didn't know much about bursaries and loans and all sort of things, uh, because of course of the upbringing that I'm coming from was at home. No one studied at that time. No one knew about varsity. They were just happy to be at the farm and chase cows and, and do whatever they need to do as laborers in the farm. So I had to drop out, and and when I drop out, um, I went to look for for work at some restaurant in Neisner, and that's when I started my working career, if you want to call it, you know, um, cleaning toilets, cleaning the restaurant, washing dishes, uh, being a scullery at the restaurant. 
and, and fast track, I became a assistant barman and then I became a waiter. Uh, and at that time, I started to love the whole interaction with people, learn from people in order for me to develop myself at the time. So I used that opportunity to engage with clients uh, that were coming into the restaurant and I got an opportunity with a client of mine at the restaurant who was the broker consultant for another company in the insurance industry. And then he said to me, look, I think you've got an opportunity. I'll try and help you to find a job with a big insurance company in George at the time. And, and that's how I left the, the, the hospitality industry uh, to join the insurance company. And I was there for three years. And then in 2007, I, I then joined the motor industry. And you've never looked back. No, I've never looked back. <laughs> yeah, I think at the time, now that you know, I'm exposed to to different things and possibilities and opportunities, I told myself one thing uh, that I need to grab any opportunity with both hands, make the success out of it, and try to inspire others where I come from. That despite your tough upbringing despite challenges at home, financial and otherwise, it is possible for one to turn his life around only if he or she uh, have set goals for themselves, they've put faith in their goals and they have a vision and they believe that they can do it. And, and I started to, to, to instill uh, that sort of a, uh, a, I would say, a drive within me. And I think also, you know, the upbringing, uh, as you've said earlier on, it brought opportunities for me, opportunities of uh, respect, opportunities of being grounded, uh, uh, in integrity, uh, and do things the right way. And as much as it was tough uh, upbringing, but it taught me something, and it's something that even today I'm still using it um, as a learning that I've learned from my parents without having anything but their integrity and discipline uh, have taught me so much. Incredible. Oh, incredible. Tim and Cosi, we're going to take a break. Please don't go anywhere. We're going to continue with your story. Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Thank you so much for staying with us. This is the DL Link Show where we connect you through insights, information and illumination. Nikki Severini here with you and I have... The very, very inspiring Tembi Nkosi Pansi, who's the, I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly, Tembi Nkosi, he's the CEO and co-founder of Avari Cars. And what a, what an incredible story. I mean, you talk about your, your upbringing that, you know, yeah. it was tough, um, growing up on a farm, but you learned about integrity and honesty and hard work. And you say that if you have goals and you, you have a vision and you have belief and you have faith that you can achieve so much. So you move yeah. to the, 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 the car um, dealership industry and within a pretty short space of time, um, you started your own uh, dealership. So I want to ask you without any formal training, how did you upskill yourself? And and what, in your opinion, is it important to go for formal kind of training? We're in a scenario at the moment where so many people are doing online training um, and the whole world in terms of education uh, seems to have opened up. So just taking from your experience, Tembi and Corsi. No, thanks, Nikki. Um, so when I joined the, the industry, there were a lot of trainings uh, that I did was I started as a sales as a salesperson. Um, and then within the space of two years, I was an assistant. In fact, a year, I was an assistant manager for sales, and then I became a brand manager. 
um, uh, in a in a car dealership in Cape Town. And at that at that time, the the big dealer group that I was that I was working for, which is listed in the JSE, um, they've identified future leaders of the company. Um, I mean, it's a company with uh, over 10,000 employees, and I was lucky to be the ten, one of the 10 people that they've identified uh, for skills development. Um, and uh, at the time, we then enrolled with Mencosa for a business management. Uh, talking about the formal education, it, it is crucially important um, for one to have a skill and being developed in the areas of their expertise. Uh, and business management at the time was one of the things that I was really keen on, having managed the sales uh, divisions within that particular dealership. Uh, and, uh, and I didn't stop only at that uh, business management course I did with the course at the time, but I also started to develop myself in other areas. Um, one of the critical areas that I started to develop myself was goal setting. Um, and uh, I, I did a few courses uh, with the, uh, the, the likes of LMIs in, in America, online training to develop myself, develop skills as to how to run businesses. Um, and fast track, I, I became a dealer principal uh, with that particular dealer group. Uh, five years ago, I, I then decided that I need to work on my plan and a goal and a vision to start my own car dealership. I didn't know when it would happen, but it was what we call a BHAG goal. Uh, it was big, it was hilarious. I don't know how am I going to get there, uh, but I told myself that I need to put the plans together to set up my own dealership in future. Um, and so it's been a dream of five years uh, to start my own dealership. It's been tough because funding is, is not easy. I mean, it, car dealership is a very capital-intense business, uh, and I have to knock on so many doors. Uh, I was rejected many times. No, this is a retail space. We're not interested in this as government. No, the car business is tough. We're not going to make our money back. And then in 2018, I managed to, sorry, 2019, I managed to uh, secure a meeting with a private equity firm here in Gauteng. And uh, they look at my business model, and they were quite intrigued uh, about it. And, and at that time, I've also built a brand of myself within the car dealers that I was running. Um, so it kind of like helped. Uh, with that integrity that I was talking about, the hard work, focus, and dedication for me to be listened to by this private equity firm. Um, and yeah, and then we started to set up things uh, early 2020, uh, and unfortunately COVID happened, um, and uh, we have to pause things for two months or so. But then the most interesting part, Nick, is that uh, during COVID, during lockdown last year, we, we, we started the conversation again with the private equity firm. Uh, because at the time, I was looking at about 20 million rand to start a car dealership. And they said, listen, let, let's, let's go for it and we go see it's the right time. Um, and there are reasons and, and my reasons to say, yes, it is the right time is because during tough times, it's a perfect time to start a business. Because during tough times, you learn the, the best practice that one can apply in a business to make it a, a, a profitable business and also to make it a strong brand because of how one will, will manage the business in bad times, in tough times, so that when the good times or when the sun shines, you remember the tough times that you had to go through in order for the business to go where it is. And, and that's exactly the story of, uh, of, 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 of Avari Cars. It's a story of dedication, it's a story of hard work, and it's a story of faith and having a vision and a goal. Wow. 
Listen, I mean, most of us are risk adverse. If you just look at human beings and the way we are built, I mean, we, it's all about survival and we have this brain that just doesn't want us to take chances. And here you are talking about a 20 million rand investment during a time when businesses are closing down. There is this virus that's moving. People are contracting, not expanding. And you are saying, and I really want to point and, and, and shine the light on what you're saying. You're saying, that it's okay that during tough times you can create, that you can bring amazing things to the world, start a business, learn about a business. How do you, how, for people who are listening, who are feeling anything but that, what do you say to them? How do they push through that fear when they, when they don't want to lose or those who have already lost so much? How do they get over that to have the confidence to say, maybe this is a time to create opportunity? Yeah. So I think in, in, in my view, and again, it's, it's not been easy. I'm not saying that um, it's a one shoe fit all. No. Yeah. It's, it's a, it can be very complex. But I believe that, again, I keep on uh, drilling on this thing of goal setting because it's actually the goal setting that drives us, right? It's all great to wish for this and wish for that. It becomes a wishful list. But when you know what you are striving for, when you have a passion for what you are striving for, despite the pandemic, despite the economy being on the downscale, we can still make things happen. Yes, it might not be rosy. It might not be creamy as we, as we want it to be, but we can still still start something. Now, when you start something, in my view, when, when things are tough, it, it kind of like motivate others to also strive for something. Now, that motivation and that strive is the one that is going to create the confidence that things are possible despite my tough situation that I'm finding myself in now. Because most of the time we tend to forget on the negative things a lot and miss the, the, the positive things that are happening in our space. We use our energy in the wrong direction of thinking about the negative that, no, I'm not going to make it. But who said you cannot make it? All right. Uh, there is another side of things on the negative situation. And and I know a lot of businesses are going through tough time at the moment. Others are, are closing. I mean, where I, where I was working before as a dealer principal, we have to retrench people. Uh, but the, the positive thing is that we didn't close the door completely. Uh, and also we made sure that the people that were retrenched, we, we placed them somewhere, or we're saying in the next 12 months, when, when things are better, we'll bring you back into the business. So it's not all doom and gloom. Uh, and, and, and it's tough for everyone out there, but we just need to steadfast and remember the reason why you are doing what you are doing. Remember why you've opened the business that you've opened now. There was a reason, and you need to go back to that why. Why did I open this business? And it should be that why that is keeping us focused, keeping us positive, and having faith that we shall pass this. Timmy and Kosi, you are incredible. You're a wonderful example. Um, listen, I, I wish you every success with your business. And I know that this star of yours is shining so bright. We'll see, I'm sure, so many dealerships opening around the country. But thank you for your time. And thank you for your very wise and inspiring words, especially at this time. And I yeah. just want to highlight, before I say goodbye, just the words that you've said. You've said get faith, vision, belief, the why. Find the why. Find the passion. And very important, what stood out for me was goal setting. And I love that when you decide 
decided to do a goal setting course, you did it with someone internationally. And, you know, we really do have access to incredible minds. So if anyone gets anything out of today's uh, interview, perhaps they can start Googling and looking for goal setting courses or listening to talks. Uh, and if that can be a turning point, just as uh, Tempe and Corsi said, then then that is incredibly valuable. Tempe and Corsi, thank you so very much. It, it's been wonderful having you on the show. Thank you so so much, Nikki. Thanks for for the for the for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. And thanks for the kind words and the words of support. And I wish everyone all the best. Let's remain positive. Uh, things will turn for the better. Thank you so much, Nikki. Uh-huh. Please, God, thank you and take care. Bye-bye. Tembi and Kosi Fancy, CEO and co-founder of Avari Cars, beautifully inspiring, something we need to listen to at the beginning of 2021. Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008.